0: Hi, folks, this is Ron Longwell, and I'm glad you're here today for another episode of the Jesus Society Podcast, a conversation exploring relationship, renewal, and purpose in the kingdom of God. This is episode three of the Jesus Society Podcast, and. we are not going to continue our discussion today of the Lord's Prayer. And I'll tell you why because my what the stuff going on in my life right now is, is is a bit of a mess and I'm a bit frazzled and um, I, I just can't make myself concentrate on that uh, right now. So, Um, so what, what I'm going to talk about today and what I want to just sort of share with you, and this is all like, I'm sort of just freewheeling here, but I am going to have some coffee because coffee, you see, makes everything better. So, um, I want to, I'm just going to kind of talk about what's some of the stuff going on in my life right now. And and really, what what do you do? What do you do when life overwhelms you? Because this is not a, this is not an uncommon thing. Like we all, we all face times when um, through no fault of our own necessarily, things just get crazy and hectic and stuff gets dumped in your lap that you weren't planning for and it just sends your whole um, peaceful little existence into a into a tailspin. and you've got to cope with it and you've got to deal with it and you've got to figure out how to find your balance again. Well that's that's where I'm at right now. So so I want to just kind of talk with you a little bit about what's going on with me and how it's what it's doing to me and and what do you do when life overwhelms you? And when you find yourself just, you know, chasing your own tail, how do you how do you cope? How do you find some how do you find some peace? How do you how do you find a, your connection with God again when when it because it can seem like in the midst of stuff like that, it can seem like God is a billion miles away, right? Like you're all alone in the world. Um, so we're, I I'm just going to kind of talk through some of that and kind of, again, I've got a few little scribbles of notes, but I, this, we're just freewheeling it mostly. I'm just talking, um, more, more coffee. This is a, uh, this is a three or four cup day, I think. Um, so, uh, so, um, let me just start by kind of telling you some of the stuff that's going on in in my life. So we um, we have, um, I've mentioned this before. I've got four acres of uh, of property here in southern Middle Tennessee. It is my uh, I, I love it. I, it's um, it's a lot of work, um, and um, but but it's a it's a blessing to me. But this property has kicked my butt a little bit this year. Um, we had um, we had some heavy wind storms in the spring, and it we so we had a bunch of limbs down, um, and um, before the grass even started growing, and I knew like if I if I don't get these things up, you know I'm not going to be able to mow grass because it's just everywhere. And we've got a we've got a lady living right next to us, our neighbor, and she's she had a lot of limbs down, and she's uh, elderly, so we. We decided we, we would just go and gather up all her limbs too, and um, and uh, just bring them over to our house. And my plan originally was <laughs> you're you're going to get a full story here in all this. My plan was I'm going to rent. I was going to rent a wood chipper and just chip them all because you know you see the guys out in the highway with the wood chippers, and it just seems to be a sort of a quick, easy thing. And I found one I could rent, and I thought this is going to be fine. Well, we rented the wood chipper and the wood chipper didn't work and it, it didn't. And it was, when it did work, it was really slow. And after about three hours of that, we hadn't even touched this, this monster pile of brush that, that I had stacked up from all these limbs and stuff. So it was, this was a big deal. Like I had a, I had a brush pile that was probably, probably 10 feet tall. And it was, you know, it was a lot of limbs and big limbs, small limbs, um, So uh, we didn't, we didn't end up chipping the the brush. So what do you do with it? So I've got, it's it's just a, it was a big eyesore. The whole property looked horrible because it was, we just had this monster pile of brush sitting right outside the house. So I had to figure out what to do with it. And and I've, I've dinked around with it. um, And that is a word, by the way, dinked around all summer long, trying to figure out what to do with it. And finally, Last week, I just decided I've had enough with it. I'm going to just set fire to the whole thing. So we did, and we did it, we did it carefully. But it was the biggest brush pile I have ever uh, started. Um, so we had the hoses out and buckets, five-gallon five buckets of water ready. And, and we had, uh, the flames were 20 feet high um, when that thing was going. But that, just that, just dealing with all that brush, all those limbs and stuff, has been a chore for me over the summer. Um, another piece of my deal this summer has been, um, I've got a good friend, a dear friend who, um, um, cut down some trees at his house cause they were dying and he was going to, afraid he was going to, they were going to fall in his house. Well, he, he asked me if I would help him cut up the logs and that I could have as much firewood as I wanted. So we've spent some time over there in the heat in southern middle Tennessee in the summer, which is not the right time to cut firewood, by the way. You do that in January, which I told my friend this. Poor planning. We need to do a better job of this next time. Um, so, you know, cutting firewood, stacking firewood. We don't heat our house exclusively with firewood, but we use some firewood in the, in the winter. So, you know, firewood is one of those things like money, right? You can't have too much. So just dealing with all that has been an extra thing on my plate. Um, And I've got a nice pile of firewood now at my house, but, um, you know, cutting it, stacking it, um, hauling it, throwing it into a trailer, hauling it back to my house, like that's been a big deal. Um, I've had some mower problems uh, this summer. I have some mower problems every year that I always have to, I've become pretty good at troubleshooting my mower but um, a couple of weeks ago it wouldn't start and I had to figure out why and deal with that and deal with that and it's just one extra thing right and I found out finally it was a battery I just need a new battery which was simple but so so there's there's been a uh, you know kind of an a non-ongoing extra bunch of stuff related to just this little piece of paradise that the Lord has given me that has just been extra um that's, that's, that's been a big deal. Another piece of this is we've, we decided to refinance our house. Um, the interest rates are low and our mortgage company is begging us. It has been, they were begging us for months to refinance. And so we finally decided to pull the trigger on that. And so, you know, there's, there's emails, there's 20, 30-page legal documents. you got to read every word and try to figure out what the heck it's... Because I don't speak legalese. I don't. But I have to learn, right? And so, you know, that's just that's an extra thing. It's all going to be good, and it's about done. We're going to close on it this week. And that we're going to save some money and hopefully then be able to pay this thing off a little sooner, actually. So all that's good, but it's just been an extra an extra thing to have to deal with. And then probably one of the big things recently. um, So I've got a, I've got a cousin, my, my dad's, my dad's cousin. Um, She's um, she's 88 years old. She never married. Um, My brother and I are her only living relatives. And about a month and a half ago, she fell in her apartment. She dislocated her shoulder and in the fall, suffered a compression fracture um, of her of her arm, um, her I forget what bone it was. I'm not a you know I don't remember stuff like that. Anyway, so she's been um, she's been in and out of several facilities, and some other stuff has come up. And um, at the moment, we're we're wrestling with um, is she ever going to go back to be able to go back to her apartment? And I'm not convinced she is. And so, but I have, I have a medical power of attorney for her. So I've been the guy who's trying to navigate all the issues around, surrounding, how do I, how do we take care of her? She's 11 hours away from us. So, um, we were up there in Ohio where she is, um, a few weeks ago, we went up for a family reunion and some other stuff, and we got to see her. But trying to navigate all this stuff, eleven hours away, is is just a challenge. And I've had to be on the phone a lot, talking to doctors and trying to figure all that out. It's 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 just taken its toll uh, on me. It's a it's a difficult thing to try to manage, um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to sort of step in and do this without my brother's help because my brother's my brother's getting ready to sell his house he's he is getting married in a few months um and so he's up to his eyeballs and stuff so i've been trying to shoulder the brunt of of dealing with this so that he didn't have to anyway it's just like that's a that's a big that's a big thorny deal um and if that weren't enough it's hot in southern middle Tennessee, it's, I forget what movie it was, it's hot, dang hot, uh, that's a line, I don't remember what line that is, but I have several people who are listening to this podcast who who will know and will tell me, but I wilt in the heat, I don't do well in the heat, I, I just, I get irritable and frustrated, and um, so so we're dealing with that this week as well, so all of this together, all of this stuff you know none of this stuff would be a huge deal all by itself probably um, although all of it's been a little inconvenient uh, some of it's been good but you know anyway it's just all of this stuff together has just left me tired and overwhelmed and this this stuff with my with my cousin uh, it's it's weighing very heavily on my mind so I'm I'm not sleeping as well. I'm not sleeping as well because it's hot. <laughs> and my, my heat pump in this house I can only work so hard. And um, so it's hot when I go to sleep and I don't sleep well when it's hot. And so I'm, I'm tired, I'm irritable. Um, I, when I, I don't think clearly, I don't eat as well. I, I tend to eat junk more when I'm, when I'm kind of mentally overwhelmed. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So uh, the, the I've been wrestling with, I did, we didn't have a podcast last week, you may have noticed. Um, and I have been wrestling with trying to get the next podcast together for the, our, the, the Lord's Prayer. And I just, I was talking to my son this morning and I, he said, just put it off. Just don't do it. And so I thought, I'm just going to sit down like, the idea for this podcast um, came upon us 15 minutes ago. And so I'm kind of winging this. But um, I wanted to just kind of, as I've been thinking about it for the last 15 minutes, um, there's some things I want to say about things like this. Because this kind of stuff happens to everybody, right? Um, we we, some, we like to believe that, that living life as a Christian is just... Is you know one peaceful, joyous day after another, after another, after another. Um, become a Christian and your life will be full of peace and and calm and serenity. And we like to think that that's just not true. There is a peace, there is a peace that having a relationship with Jesus brings, but it doesn't look like what most of us think it looks like right? Um, and if if you think, as a lot of us do, that when you become a Christian, everything is just going to become calm and easy and peaceful every day, it's just not that way. It's just not that way. And, and because we sort of expect that, when it doesn't happen that way, when you find yourself, yourself, yourselves, like I am right now, kind of overwhelmed and tired and exhausted and frustrated and anxious and, uh, you know, just adrift, you, you tend to start thinking something's really wrong. And so what I, what I think I want to talk about for a little bit before we wrap this up is what do you, like, what do you do when you find yourself in a a mess like this? Because it happens to all of us and you know, a lot of a lot of you had that happen last year during the pandemic, right? I'll say for for my wife and I, for our family, last year was not. It was kind of a piece of cake. We did not struggle very much. We and I, I talked about this before. We got to work from home, both of us, and it was it was nice. We enjoyed. There was a there was a peacefulness kind of that came into our lives because we just couldn't do a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff that just couldn't happen, and so it made it made for a little bit more of a peaceful existence. We, we loved it. I felt really bad saying that because a lot of people were really struggling, but we didn't have those struggles. This has been a more difficult year this year for us than last year was. But what do you do? What do you do when you, when you find yourself like I am, kind of overwhelmed, what we tend to do is we, we tend to double down on just working harder and pushing through and, and, you know, and, and I realize that some of that, some of that you just need to do when, when there's 20 things on your lap and you, and you, you just, you just got to push through sometimes and deal with them and get stuff done and put in extra hours or whatever. But what are some other things that we can do to sort of help, help us get through times like this? Help us um, recalibrate. Uh, help us come come up for air. Um, so what do you, what do you do? Well, I've got some suggestions, and these are these are just things I'm I'm just freewheeling and putting them. At, like I have not spent days thinking about this like I normally do for the podcast. Um, first, get some rest. Make sure, make sure you find some time to slow down and breathe a little bit. You, you, you will do better if you just get a little bit of rest. Rest is not a bad thing. You need rest. You cannot operate on four hours of sleep a day. You, you just, you just cannot function at your best, if you don't get some rest. So so don't let the stuff whatever the stuff is don't let it overwhelm you to the point that you don't rest. Like you find a way to 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 disengage, to unplug a little bit and get some rest. You will handle everything better if you if you just rest, get some rest, get some sleep. And, and believe me, God knows you need this, right? God has designed your body. He has designed your, your mind. He knows He knows what you can handle. And let me say this too. Some people can handle more than others. right? Some people in life can just handle more stuff than others. Um, some people can operate with 20 plates spinning at, the, at a time for weeks on end and, and do much better than some of us can. Um, I, am one of those ones. I do not do well with 20 or 30 plates spinning at once. I just, I never have, I never have, I never, I'm just, I'm not wired that way. Realize that we're all wired a little differently. Okay. We all have different personalities. That means in part we're all going to handle some th- things a little differently so I, what I want to say is give yourself some grace. <sighs> take a deep breath. give yourself some grace get a little rest unplug go 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 for a walk take an hour carve an hour out of your day and just go take a walk go to go to bed uh, um, disengage from the from the busyness and the stuff at at seven o'clock. Give yourself a few hours to wind down before you go to sleep. You'll sleep better than if you skid, you know, right into bed and work, 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 right until you, you slid into bed. Like, you're not going to sleep well if you do that. Give yourself some wind-down time and get a little bit of rest. You will handle everything better if you do that. I am trying to learn that. I have not been sleeping well, and some of that is because I have been... Um, I have just been burning the candle too much. I've I've not done what I'm telling you to do. Um, okay, take a breath. This is probably a time for some um, some some of that pretty little peaceful interlude music that my son puts in these podcasts. So let's rest. Second thing, um, have a cup of coffee. That's not really the second thing, but um, it, it helps me. <laughs> Secondly, get some perspective. Um, remember that what you're going through is a normal, almost, most likely, it is a normal part of life. Remember what Jesus said. In this life, you will have trouble. Okay? I, I remind myself and I remind other people of that all the time. Because we, we just have a tendency to forget. We we think, we just really do think that life should go on easy and peaceful and calm. And, and when it doesn't, we just unravel. And part of that, not all of it, but part of that is because we just don't expect it. Remind yourself that this is this is your little season of suffering. In all this, right? This is this is a normal part of life. D- don't think that what you're going through is is something odd or bizarre. It might be, but it's a suffering is a part of life. Difficulty, pain, um, discomfort. All those things are a fairly normal part of life. Remind yourself of that. Take a deep breath and remind yourself this is not. This is not something really that odd, and it really shouldn't be that surprising. And I've been through things like this before, and I'll get through this. Remind yourself of the things you know, okay? Things like, God has not abandoned you in the midst of this, okay? Things like, you will get through this. Um, the, 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 the truth almost always is that in, in all likelihood in a week or a month or three months, whatever this is that you're going with will, will probably all be behind you. Okay. This is not in all likelihood. This is not something you're going to deal with for years. It's a, it's a blip on the radar. Remind yourself of that. Just get a little perspective um again, take a deep breath and and just get some perspective on what's really going on as opposed to how you feel about it, okay? Um number 3, um if you've not read any of the boundaries books, you like you should read probably some of those. Um there's a bunch of them now. Find the one that fits your circumstance best and and read it. Boundaries are um it's a setting healthy boundaries is a skill we all need to have in life because if we don't other people and circumstances will rule your life okay you will be um you will be on a on a a raging river flowing whichever way the river wants to take you rather than kind of setting some of your own agendas okay so so learn to set some healthy boundaries Learn to learn to, and what we're talking about is learn to manage the overwhelmedness of this situation. Learn to say no to some things, right? I mean, people are always asking us to take on this or take on that, or can you help me with this? If there's ever a time to say sorry, not today. It's when your own plate is overflowing, right? Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say I can't do that. I can't be there. I can't handle that that thing whatever that is. I can't do that. Be honest and set some healthy boundaries for yourself. Don't don't let your inability to set boundaries make whatever this situation is worse. So so for me one of the things I've had to learn is okay, so I'm I one of one of the ways I make some money is I teach online, um, and I won't get into all that. I was I was teaching two classes um, for most of the summer, and I just decided I can't do this right now. I cannot do two classes. So when those two classes end, I was offered two more, and I said can't do it. I can only do one. Okay, now that's impacted my income a little bit, but you know i just i needed to say no to one thing um it, p- part of my boundaries is i need to i needed to put the the lord's prayer podcast aside this week i needed to say i i cannot i, I could have forced something and it, and and i could have got something out but it would not it would not have been as good as i wanted it to be and i'm not going to do that to you or to me so i said nope Raising the white flag on this, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something else. I'm just gonna sit down in front of the microphone and have a conversation about what's the stuff that's on my heart and on my plate and on my mind right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say no to that other thing. And we'll get back to that. But right now, I got too much going on. Um, figure out what you can handle and what you can't handle. Um, so, so here, here's the next one. Um, triage your life. Okay. Now you know what triage is. Um, triage is um, when. So if you're a if you're a doctor and you're in the emergency room and you've got six patients coming in all at once, like you you triage them. You you look. All right. What's what's going on with this person? What's going on with this person? What's what is the most immediate need that if we don't deal with this right now like they could lose their life right somebody else they may be they may be bleeding but they've got a tourniquet tourniquet on this is probably more gross than you want to hear but it's like triage is a medical term like you you look at like you can't handle everything at once so you figure out okay what is the most important impactful thing what is the thing that if i don't deal with this now something really bad could happen you you prioritize you you triage your life look at look at the things that you're trying to manage right now and and figure out okay what do, what what pieces of this do i have to deal with what what pieces of this nobody else can deal with this but me what are what are those things what are the things that have to be dealt with right now what are the things that could i could i could put this off for a day or two and it's not going to be a big deal right it may make somebody else uncomfortable but in the end of the it's not the end of the world right learn to triage your life figure out what you don't have to do at all right now some of it you don't have to do at all okay so don't be afraid of just being kind of brutally honest with what can i handle and what can i handle what do i just not in the midst of all this have the ability to deal with okay and don't be afraid to let some stuff go. Don't be afraid to pass stuff on to somebody else and let them deal with it. Who, who, somebody who's at the moment is maybe better able to handle it than you are. Don't be afraid to put something on the shelf and say, "I I can't deal with this now. I'll I'll revisit this next month or six months from now, but I can't do this now." Be brutally honest about that and and carve down your pile a bit. Okay. Um, learn to triage your life and, and figure out what you can do and what you can't do. You, nobody is Superman. All right. I'm certainly not, neither are you. Don't be afraid of, and if you're, if you're one of these people that think it's, it's, um, it's, it's manly, or, or if you're a guy, or, or um, responsible, or somehow holy to just um, bear up under the weight of everything and take more on. And, and like if you think there's some sort of um, nobility in, in doing that, there ain't. <laughs> there just isn't. What's noble is being smart. And realizing I can't do this, I cannot handle all this right now. I can handle this, but this other stuff, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let somebody else deal with that. I'm gonna put it aside. It's not it's it's not important that I deal with now. I'll deal with it later. Okay, triage your life. And then the last thing, um, and this is this is big. Don't try to go it alone through whatever it is you're dealing with lean on the people closest to you, right? And you should you should have a good community of, if you're a Christian, you should have a good community of people around you um, that you can lean on, that, you, that are in your life and you're in their life. And if you don't have that, you need to find some of those kind of people, right? Like we, we don't, none of us do well alone, okay? So if there's ever a time to kind of lean on the people closest to you. Um, I, I heard one time, this is, the way I heard this was, it was about women. And I think, I, I, I totally believe this is true of women, but I'll tell you, I think this is true of a lot of men too. Um, the the it, This is based on some research, and I couldn't tell you where I got this if I had to to save my life. But there was some research done that showed that women, women are, you know seventy eight percent, I don't know what the I'm just making up a percentage because I can't remember seventy eight percent able better able to handle anything if they know that there's at least one other person who knows that they're dealing with it. okay? In other words, just just knowing that somebody else knows that I'm struggling somehow makes it easier to handle. And, and again, this is for women, I, I think it's true for men. That's true for me. I know it is. If if you if you're if you're just dealing with stuff all by yourself and no one on earth knows you're 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 struggling, it's gonna be harder for you to deal with. Now that requires that you learn to be vulnerable, that you learn to be open, that you learn to 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 self-disclose what you're going through. And some of us think it's th- that that's weak. That, that, we, that that's a sign of weakness if we do that. If we don't, you know, suffer in silence, we're somehow less of a man or less of a, uh, you know, a, a Christian. Or Some of us have this bizarre idea that you should never struggle, and if you are, something's wrong with you, and you should never admit it. That is toxic thinking there. Like, where do you get that in Scripture? Where do you get that anywhere? Talk to any counselor, and they'll tell you that is the... That is horrible. That's toxic that idea. Let somebody know you're struggling. Let somebody know that you're overwhelmed. Don't don't just handle all this yourself, right? Find some people that can that can help you bear up under the load, right? So that's kind of where I am. That's that those are some things that I'm trying to do right now because I'm I'm overwhelmed. I just want fall to get here. <laughs> when fall gets here, the grass doesn't need mowed. The property doesn't need much attention. And I can go hunting and I can sit in a tree stand for hours and hours and hours. And that, for me, is peace. So that's what I'm aiming for and looking forward to. Um, I, hope this, I hope this has all been helpful um, for you. I, I, I'm going to try to do this. I would ask you to pray for me. Um, just pray for me over the next few weeks that I can kind of get some of this stuff handled. Uh, some of it's already winding down a little bit, um, but I've still got some stuff I really have to deal with. So I, I'd appreciate if, if you'd pray um, for me and for my family and for for my cousin. Uh, her name is Georgia. And um, pray that, pray that we have the wisdom to figure out how to best take care of her She's a sweet, dear, godly lady. and um, um, I, we may we may end up having to uh, she may have to have to go into a facility for um, she's 88 years old, she may have to go someplace for the rest of her life and she doesn't have a lot of money. so we, you know we're, we're trying to navigate all that and figure out how to deal with that. Anyway, um, I'd appreciate if you'd pray for her. I'd appreciate if you'd pray for me. For the rest of my family. And uh, there we go. I hope this has been helpful. With that, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again next week. As always, we'd appreciate it if you tell others about the podcast. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us um, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, wherever you go to get your, uh, your podcast. iHeartRadio, I think that's a, still a thing. Um, Please visit us on our Facebook page for the Jesus Society podcast. Check out our new website, Um, thejesussociety.com. YouTube, Odyssey, we're we're slowly trying to get our stuff loaded up there. Um, If you'd like to support our show and our related ministry, you can go to our website, thejesussociety.com and uh, find out how to do that. You'll just click on the support TJS link That's at the top of the page there, and uh, you'll find out several several ways you can uh, help support us. Thanks for listening, and remember, you are greatly loved.